<laughs> Recording in progress. Let's uh, let's just not discuss the the last ten seconds. But, hey, uh, but it, it was before the recording started, so it's like it never happened. Yeah, now everyone gets to sit and and wonder. wonder. I hope the uh, I hope the mystery just drives you on saying of what what we were talking about just there. But uh, welcome back. You you all probably thought we were uh, dead and gone again, but here we, here we are. are. Two weeks later, keeping you on your toes. We don't have a set formula anymore because uh, these days it's uh, it's pretty tough getting all three people together. Not gonna lie, um, which is uh, okay. It's it's not the end of the world, and uh, we're gonna keep trucking along and keep providing mediocre content for as long as we can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, thanks for sticking around with us. You know what's funny? In our absence, we have stretched across across the globe. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but we have people all over the like yeah. the other side of the world. Yeah, you you said that we had some people from uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, I think. Was oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and then, and yeah. I, and then we discussed the whole, you know, how we kind of talked uh, shit about that part of the world in one episode in the past, and. Then I went on to reiterate. Anyways, it's fine. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're gaining some traction across the globe, and that's pretty cool. Um, the fact that people are tuning in is uh, a promising sign, regardless of how many absences we've had this year. It's been a rough year, man. Uh, you know, a tough start for everybody with just sickness and, uh, you know, there's been family tragedies and people moving and uh, people just living lives and it's tough out here, you know? So we're happy to bring you what we can when we can. And we appreciate you nonetheless for it. It's great. Great stuff. Yes. Um, what happened? La- oh, last week it was, I was dead. I was sick and working yeah. on my house yes. and had, I completely, to be honest with you, I completely forgot we had a podcast until like Sunday night at three in the morning when I messaged yeah. you. Yeah, like, so oops. it was like uh, eleven. Uh, it's like it was like eleven thirty at night, but I was in bed because obviously I had to be at work in the morning, and I woke up uh, probably um, two or three in the morning uh, for the baby, and uh, I read my phone real quick and. I had a missed message from you that just said, oops. <laughs> I was like, but it's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we were talking about it just a few minutes ago, but uh, I was starting, I kind of felt sick, you know, like a tickle in my throat, throat Friday. Started tearing my subfloor up to replace it in my kitchen. And then the next day I was literally a walking corpse. So I had to work through that while dying. And yeah, I just collapsed into my bed and slept every night. You know, it happens. Um, you know, I I, uh, I kind of figured when I didn't hear from you by 10 o'clock, that's usually my indication of you're either busy, you fell asleep, or you're just, um, you forgot. I quit. Yeah. And I don't want to do this anymore. And that's okay. Uh, it happens. <laughs> it, ha- it happens to me, actually, more than uh, I care to mention. So Me too. I'm like, man, I'm like... When I wake up, it's like Friday. Yeah, we get to record today. I'm really excited. 
and then it's like nine thirty, and it's like, man, I don't, I don't wanna, I don't, I don't, I don't wanna commit I myself to a two-hour thing. Don't wanna do this anymore. <laughs> I don't wanna go to bed. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had made the determination pretty, pretty early this morning that I should probably do this tonight. So here I am doing it. Yeah, me working Fridays kind of fucks our recording schedule up because we have one night to record because it's hard for you to record Sundays having to work Monday yes. morning. Yes, I I um, truly, truly miss the um, the ability to just record on Friday nights. But honestly, um, Friday nights I mean, are kind of hit and miss for me because some nights... Um, capable of staying up and then other friday nights i'm just like i'm out by 10 o'clock there's i'm dead to the world so uh you know saturdays work out okay but they just don't work they don't work for everybody yeah yeah they just don't work for everybody which makes it very difficult in these scenarios where it's just you and i again so without further ado bring us home um oh fuck i we have an intro welcome everybody to the tj and in show it's tyler tyler and nick here tonight you know josh is out out doing stuff it's actually his birthday today whatever day we're recording not sure when it's going to come out but happy birthday josh we miss you happy birthday josh um when you listen to this it'll be a happy belated birthday so don't take any offense to that well i mean we're going to put the file in the Google Drive tonight. So he has the ability to listen to it tonight if he really wanted to. See, here's what happened last time. So I hit the download button and then I walked away. <laughs> and then I came back and it was at 0%. And I was like, huh. So I let it go all night and I came downstairs and it still said 0%. I'm That's like, awesome. I'm like, huh. So uh, I don't I don't quite remember what I had to do, but I ended up getting it downloaded. And then there was like a six minute weird just silence before the actual recording started. And uh, I think wasn't it the time before that you uploaded the video? It was just a black screen video with the audio. I don't remember. <laughs> There's a lot of boomerish shit I've done with technology before, so anything's possible. But um, so, you know, on a uh, completely uh, different note, um, the world is burning ever so uh, ever so slightly, ever so faster. (laughs) It's like every day there's a new thing to just be set on fire. Um, Obviously, this is week old news, but Will Smith did a thing at the Oscars that obviously everyone knows about and everyone is just perpetually pumping out joke after joke after joke after meme after meme after meme tiktok is littered with will smith antics right now and everyone's dissecting it and analyzing it and scrutinizing it and conspiracying it and (laughs) anything you can think of people are people are really ready not to focus on world war three so well this is the the thing will smith actually did a favor and distracted the world long enough for people to to you know do that so props to him man all i'm saying 
is, you know, Will Smith used to not swear in his rap music. And then you had the old school original Bel Air. Then he makes this new Bel Air that's like dark and gritty. He's a changed man. He's ready. It's on site. He's ready to fight. Yeah. He said so in his acceptance speech that he's, uh, you know, just playing the part of a crazy dad. And (laughs) it bled over into his real life. But really kind of, and I agree with pretty much anyone who takes his stances, what really threw me off was the motherfucker laughed at Chris Rock's joke. I Like, like he visibly, you can see him laughing about it. You can hear him laughing. And then Jada looks over at him with like these little dagger eyes and it's like, he's being telling me, you're going to just sit there and laugh at your bald wife? And then instead of just letting it go, he got up in front of everybody and thought it was appropriate to just smack the host Chris Rock across the face. And it's like, bro, I I didn't even know. (laughs) I I don't even know what to say. I don't think Chris chris rock knew what to say and you know he he reacted as like the same way anyone reacts when they make a joke and someone gets overly upset he's like it's a joke it was a gi jane joke yeah and then he got the keep my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth or something like that and he's like i will <laughs> don't, don't you worry i will did you see the clip of uh his first stand-up chris rock's first stand-up set after that happened uh, oh he comes, yeah. he, yes yes I did. he comes out yeah. there and he's like i know we all know what happened he's like but i wrote this set before <laughs> that happened so yeah. we're not gonna talk about it much yeah yeah i did see that I, you know he's uh you know, obviously a good sport, and he's moving on, and him and Will probably have figured out something. And I'm waiting for out. the celebrity boxing match that's going to come. Well, he, uh, so Will kind of, and we were discussing this before the show, but, you know, Will made the uh, the decision to withdraw himself from the academy, and, uh, and that's how I was telling you. I think he did. Uh, he did the academy a real solid on that because they've uh, probably been sitting around pondering, like, do we uh, do we kick this guy out? Do we revoke? <laughs> do we revoke his award? We have a really tough decision to make here, and he made it for them, so now they don't have to worry about it. And uh, you know, they really dodged a bullet there because depending on how they were going to handle the situation, you know, and a lot of people were going to probably scrutinize that as well. And ultimately I don't think they were going to do anything about it. Um, Do people really care enough? Like this is probably just my anecdotal experience that, you know, no one around here really gives a shit about the Oscars and stuff like that in general. But like do enough people actually care enough about the Academy and the Oscars and all that to like, I think if you're, I think if you're a part of that culture and you know that level of existence, probably. But for people like you and me, it's really just um, something for us to gander at, if you will. I feel like even like movie buffs don't like. That's not their first thing. Like, oh, this movie won an Oscar. It's like, 
other things people like about cinema well no i mean really all they are is accolades um and it's the people the people who are you know it's basically every everyone in hollywood getting together and congratulating each other on their work that they've done and rewarding each other on the work that they've done it's really not a special occasion um it's it's literally just hollywood congratulating itself uh for the work that it does it's yeah they're like we're giving ourselves awards and it's like that's so nice isn't it see the award should be decided strictly on rotten tomato scores the audience score not the credit score rotten tomatoes is kind of critical and i don't agree with everything they have to say about certain movies no Um, like they are harsh on stuff that i personally have thoroughly enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed exactly so i uh i don't know if rotten tomatoes is the route to go but you could definitely use a lot more public input and opinion on it we could go mid-2000s american idol where you text in your vote yeah Yeah, but then then the academy i think the academy would probably feel like it's just another like reality show at that point and now it's not like a prestigious thing it's just a public participation thing and i think that's kind of what they're trying to like not be they're separating them from us yeah exactly um classism does not work if you're allowed to participate in things that celebrities uh control so that's crazy man yeah, I just, I don't know, man. World War III is kicking off. I just I just don't feel like that's what we should be worried about. I'm not worried about it at all. Oh, no, I know. But I mean, like. I, I know what you're saying, though. I mean. But, uh, I mean, you have a point where you say people don't want to think about World War III, so it's like. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the last thing anyone wants to happen. And that's, you know, what, that's what we're faced against now to get our mind off of uh before we were uh you know the last two years we've we've been basically hiding under a rock trying to make our lives feel somewhat adequately normal compared to you know what they used to be before covid and the pandemic and lockdowns and change which you know pretty much has <laughs> pretty much ceased um the the world has at least america has checked out on this pandemic um and and, you know and i get it i i i was never really a social person to begin with i don't really like crowds i don't go to concerts i don't go to professional sports games you know i have done those things in the past and they are fun don't get me wrong but um they're they're not something that they're like a treat they're they're not something that i do on a regular basis so it doesn't really affect my life see we didn't even eat out all that much at restaurants either so not much of anything changed i have not eaten out sat down and eaten out in a restaurant and well um I don't remember what the last <laughs> one was. I, I, it was before 2020. Uh, it was probably 2019, maybe for my anniversary. Um, 
So I'm going to go ahead and just assume October of 2019 was the last time that I was in a restaurant. I think we've eaten out twice since uh, the pandemic started. And, you know, now with DoorDash, man, I I really don't have any reason to really do anything with going anywhere and getting food or, you know, I do go to the grocery store. That's an obvious, you know, uh, thing that everyone does. Uh, still they have to go to the grocery now obviously the grocery store can be you going to the grocery and shopping or it can be you go online and do a click list scenario or some sort of pickup system that someone has. i love the pickup i love it i hate going to the store so much my wife uh would agree with you on that like you and her do with many things um but why you like me i on the other hand, um, there's something about shopping in the store. I find it easier for me not to forget things. And my Def- wife, that's definitely true. And my wife is con- the complete opposite. She's like, I feel like I have, she feels like she has more control and more um, ability to remember doing it on the computer and you know searching for every little thing she needs and i'm like see like bailey does it throughout the week as she as she realizes we need things but uh yeah i just uh, we always forget stuff but like i just you buy a bunch of extra shit when you're there and there are people everywhere and they like they don't even know how to navigate the store because like if everyone walked on the right side of the aisle like you drive on the right side of the road, there'd be there'd be no, it'd be so much more efficient. But, I don't I don't know which system are you are you using the Kroger click list thing or uh, the Walmart pickup normally. Okay, well here's the thing I've noticed with places like at least Aldi, for instance, everything that you can buy online for pickup, um usually has a little bit extra money tacked on the end than what it is in the store yeah of course and and for me personally that adds up pretty quick if you're doing a whole grocery trip i think the last time my wife did a she did a grocery pickup i mean she overspent hella horribly and for me i have a hell of a lot easier time not overspending if i just go inside because, yeah, I might see something that I didn't intend on buying there taunting me to buy it. But I still smack my hands and say no. It's, <laughs> no. Just, it's just a, it's a matter of um, discipline and the art of shopping in the grocery mm. store. See, now, I'm almost always hungry. So I go there hungry. I'm like, this looks good. Yeah, that you can't, good. you can't do that. That's like a rookie mistake, bro. Hey. But I, I will, I, I will, I will agree with you on one thing, and that's I hate the people. Not like oh my people, god, I know. Not See, the people working there, but the people who are shopping with me. Yeah, if um, I could go at three in the morning, like I used to be able to, that'd be phenomenal. I'd go by myself. I would do fucking everything. Right. Great stuff. Yeah, I don't think anyone's lining up to work third shift in a grocery store right now. Um, that's this is not a. Not a very not not during the great exodus that we're going great through. Exit. Did you see the Walmart CEO on the news crying because they can't compete with Amazon? Wow, I thought that was pretty funny. 
because like what that was like the thing when walmart first came around was mon pa grocery stores and stuff yeah couldn't compete yeah well here's my my uh take on that walmart has desperately tried to become like a hybrid organization they have kind of a similar setup to amazon and the in the terms of that they have third-party sellers on their website which for me is really annoying yeah i'm never getting on walmart's website to find something just to have it be shipped to me by a third party a third party seller for instance i want like the walmart like (laughs) yeah i want their reputation i i want i'm usually what i want i want it to be at the store so i can just say go get it okay i know you have it i'm coming to get it exactly um because usually when I'm doing that, it's for a single item, specialty need, whatever. And I get like, you know, on the Google search results, it'll say Walmart mentions this on their website. And I'm like, I bet they do, but it's probably not actually being sold there. This is being sold through their website, um, just like Amazon. And today, I did something crazy that I've never done before. I ordered something on Amazon and it showed up today. Wild. Yeah. I, sh- I ordered it today and it showed up today. And I was like, damn. That's funny. We I ordered something that was supposed to show up today and it's going to be here in five more days. Now, obviously, I bought these items and it said, get it today. And I was like, okay, okay, I can do that. Um, you know, I it started out with, you know, two day shipping. Now it's next day. And now you even have same day on certain items. And as it should be, because I mean, we have like so many distribution centers. Yeah. I mean, Columbus and the outer rims of Columbus are just littered with Amazon fulfillment. We have uh, no, we have a UPS center up here. Yes, I actually, anytime I have UPS being delivered to me, it's always coming out of Marion. So, oh. yeah. But UPS, to the same credit, they're down in southern Columbus, too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it just depends on what, where your package ends up and I guess where it's coming from. So, in that regard that makes sense but uh yeah i mean amazon a lot of people um hate jeff bezos and they still pay for prime and they still buy things on amazon that's nick nick i'm right here you don't gotta talk about me like i'm not right uh, here I, i'm right here too man <laughs> uh and i don't know if i actually hate jeff bezos as much as i just I'll tell you, I hate Mark Zuckerberg. I really hate that guy. I saw this on on Facebook actually once, and it was a comment. It said, you don't hate Jeff Bezos. You've never met the guy. You hate the idea of Jeff Bezos. You hate the fact that 
people hate the fact that he is as wealthy as he is and with the as amount of as he is and as and with the and his eyes fucking <laughs> eye bro I can't even talk about that right now <laughs> shit is fucked but the idea of the amount of money that he has and then you see the amount of suffering um, and the amount of um, struggle there is amongst your average family these days. It post post COVID world, it's it's a tough pill to swallow, especially when you know me, even myself, in this regard about what I'm uh, gonna say is. We were, you know, for six months, we were depending on a $300 measly check from the government uh, for the child, you know, tax credit thing that they offered last year. And, um, you know, 300 bucks, an extra 300 bucks a month was nice, but it didn't do anything. And, you know, I wish it did. I wish it did more, but the inflation got so bad last year. Three hundred dollars was like the new one hundred dollars. <laughs> you imagine how quickly yeah. you imagine how quickly you spend a hundred bucks at Walmart now. You know that three hundred goes just as easy, and it's nothing. It's literally nothing. Like three hundred bucks. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Um, I think I spent like four hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> Haha. On groceries this weekend, actually. Not just groceries. We got, like, you know, household items. You, you bought eggs. You bought cleaners. You bought yeah. probably paper towel, toilet mm-hmm. paper, all that shit. And that shit's okay. expensive now, too. I know. Dude. I mean, it's And it always paper. falls, like, we need wipes and diapers and toilet paper and cleaners all at the same time. So it's like, oh, it's an extra $150. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I spent $50 at Kroger today. You want to know what I bought? I'll tell you what I bought. I bought a single orange. I bought a single lemon. And I bought a single lime. I bought a couple spices. Like little glass containers of spices. I bought diapers. Not diapers. I bought a box of wipes. A six pack of wipes was $12. That was the cheap ass fucking like Kroger penny brand mind you <laughs> um, and then I got a six pack of Viva paper towels because they were on sale from $13.99 down to $8.99 and I'm wow. like I'm like we about to live <laughs> that next level on our paper towel game bro Hello, upper middle uh, class. Yeah, this is how the other side lives. <laughs> Wipe, they're wiping everything down with super absorbent paper towels. Uh, the last iterations of paper towels that we've had in my household have been the Sparkle brand, which is not a bad <laughs> brand. I do right. not, I do not, not uh, knock on the uh, on on the Sparkle. However, it isn't perfect. It's not very absorbent, and you have to use like three or four if you're dealing <laughs> with a decent spill. Yeah. Whereas you, I can use two of those Viva paper towels, and like it's just like you're done, dry, dry, baby. 
So it's uh it's a, it's, it's a you know give and take I guess you get what you pay for um you get what you can afford though uh, at the end of the day it's mm-hmm. it's not about getting you know get what you pay for anymore it's about what can you afford um and sadly a lot of the times you can only afford the stuff that you get what you pay for you know? um so uh, I it's don't, a hard knock life. I don't skimp out on toilet paper. Uh, no, you can't. Uh, the the problem with toilet paper is is that it is such an important commodity that you have to be willing to l- let them touch your butthole <laughs> consistently. Consistently. Uh, in order to and uh, listen, we've all used single ply toilet paper. We've all been victims of our fingers probably puncturing through that shit and getting the poopy on there. It's not fun. I won't do it. I'm not. <laughs> I'm never doing it again. Um, if a workplace has bad toilet paper, I make it a point to use as much of it as I possibly can so they have to buy more of it. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't use dude wipes either. Um, I'm actually very anti-adult wipes. So they're really nice, but I can't. you can't flush them, and I don't want but poopy that, wipes in my but, bathroom. But that's the problem is all that stuff was originally advertised as a flushable wipe. Mm-hmm. Now, anyone who knows anything about Netflix and Adam ruins everything, he 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 busted the fucking doors on flushable wipes. They're not flushable. They wreak havoc on your water purification systems for your cities. Um, Let alone I mean, your fucking septic tank. I mean, yeah, we're talking about a bold, like the, you just a mass, a boulder of just. Rock hard. Rock hard fibers that have been compressed together by poop and water. And that just, they don't go anywhere. They don't disintegrate. They don't do anything. They just fucking clog shit. And yeah, maybe they go down your toilet and it's not your problem anymore. But if everyone starts doing that, it's only going to put more pressure on your water purification system. And, and you know, I guess what? The harder their job gets, the more money they have to charge. And the more money they have to charge, the more pissed off you're going to be. So stop overspending and buying fucking conveniences and get yourself a bidet. If you have to be bougie, get a bidet. I've been least- thinking about buying one. You can buy them for like 30 bucks on Amazon. Well, and honestly, they bidets have had this huge uh i i guess public presence because of toilet paper shortages that we've experienced in the last two years but i can't i've never used one so i can't imagine using one instead of toilet paper i would imagine using it with toilet paper uh apparently from everything i've seen it's it's life-changing I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the trigger and buy one, and then we can review it on the podcast. Because I'd be, I'd be the people need to know. They need uh, to know. I also kind of have 
So here's the thing. I know all the water, like all the water that's running through my house right now is all the same water, right? Mm -hmm. The water that comes out of the sink is the water that's sitting in the toilet bowl right now. All right. But here's the thing. I'm not drinking the water directly out of my toilet bowl. If it makes you feel better, from my understanding, the water does not come out of the toilet bowl. Most of them, like, it's like a water line. that. You, like, well, you have a water line hooked up behind your toilet. Yeah, and it just sprouts off of that yes, to the bidet. Yes. So it comes, before it hits the toilet, it goes yes, to your butt. Yes, I know that. But there's just something about it. I, I get it. I get it. I do something about that that it's it's like it's too close for comfort speak it's related unrelated i saw a tiktok of this girl at a music festival dropped her fucking iphone in the porta potty and she was literally armpit deep in there looking for it and she steps out of the porta potty half covered in shit and says i have to go home and that is just so funny well here's the thing <clears throat> she probably had a blue arm mm -hmm. on top of being covered in shit. Mm -hmm. So probably looks like she just like fucking railed a smurf. A smurf with her arm. <laughs> but did yeah, you fist man. a smurf? You fist the smurf today, didn't you? That would kill a smurf too. Probably, I mean, yeah. You get you get elbow deep in a smurf, that's it. They're dead. I don't got much else to them. That's which but, uh, which Smurf though? Uh, probably Papa. Yeah, it's the same one I was thinking. Yeah, it's gotta be Papa. Mm -hmm. Oh man, so can we talk about how Ukraine was like no you? Yeah, I yeah. decided to bomb Russia back. Honestly, I thought that was so cool, wasn't it? Because, like, you know they need those armaments for to defend their country, but they're like, let's fuck with them. Yeah, no, I mean, they're in, they're in war. That's free game. Um, you know, they Russia came to them. They have the ability to strike right back, and they did with, uh, with you know, no hesitation. They sent in two attack helicopters and blew up a whole ass fucking fuel depot destroying eight tanks in the process with eight more uh they kept saying eight more were in danger of in danger of catching on fire and being destroyed um and then of course the russian citizens in that area were um panic buying uh gasoline and you know what i say good good you know why What's i say like you know what i say good for because now you know okay now you know what it's yeah. like to be an american for like yeah. just a second okay with your stupid little we're gonna hack your pipelines and cause people in the southern southeast region of your country to freak the fuck out and panic buying gasoline you know what? Um, and you know, and there's a lot of people who are like, it's not their fault that they're Russian. They don't agree with everything that Putin's doing. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of awareness of the ones that don't agree with what is going on right now. But for everyone that doesn't agree with it, there's one that does. Mm -hmm. And that's my problem. So unfortunately, it's kind of like it's kind of like geopolitics in our country. 
with you know the whole democrat and republican thing or trumpster versus liberal snowflake it's uh this is one of those things where like no one ever is going to 100 percent see eye to eye it basically be like a bun a bunch of you know people pointing out trumpsters and saying you're fucking retarded because you worship an orange cheeto and then <laughs> It'd be a bunch of Trumpsters saying, you know, let's go Brandon because Joe Biden can't complete a full sentence uh, without just losing track of whatever he was talking about. But he did actually have a very coherent uh, conversation with a member of the media the other day, did not stutter once. And he was like, like he was pinpoint laser focused, talking clear as day. And I was like, where has this been the whole time? Uh, I have not uh, seen. I haven't seen the clip. I don't believe it. It's fake news. It's a deep fake video made on 4chan. Yeah, right. So believe what you want, but that uh, that was some pretty impressive stuff to see. And you know, there was uh, it was actually kind of, in my opinion, kind of shocking to see the whole uh, Ukraine blowing up the. Russian supply depot because uh, this whole past week they've had a lot of progressive peace talks. However, I'm a skeptic. I don't trust Russia one bit whatsoever. And they're not pulling back their forces to be nice. They're pulling back their forces to um, well, for one, regroup, right? Right. Rebuild up their armaments and you know, re- reorganize, recalculate, and then I guarantee you're going to see a really big third wave push. Um, these negotiations were just a convenient way to cover their tracks on that. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, so don't be surprised and here in about a week when you hear about Kiev getting fucking shelled again. That's um, ridiculous. That's <laughs> they're, they're, no one's even thinking about nuclear weapons, Nick. Haven't you heard? No one's talking about it. Yeah, no one's even thinking about using nuclear weapons. I love how they're gaslighting the world right now. Like, we didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, they're, uh, have you seen their fucking prime minister, ambassador, motherfucking Grim Reaper looking? That's basically uh... their version of Mitch McConnell. <laughs> okay, this motherfucker lies for a living and he looks like the he he basically fits the bill for like a human version of the devil he is a pouty-faced sunken evil looking aristocratic fucking russian whore that needs (laughs) to be euthanized and wiped off the face of this planet i agree no, he does look, he does like, I feel like children would be scared of him just looking at him. I know it's like the media's job to like make people look like they have to choose like a, like a clip art or a cover photo for their stories of whatever they're doing and it has to be striking and impressionable in order to get people to you know click and read about the article but they have they have just slaughtered every fucking image that they have of this guy 
because every image of him is the same. He he has the same face, same demeanor, same everything. Yeah, he just he's just evil. He's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's the exact same. Mitch McConnell's fucking evil. Did you see uh, uh since they're talking World War Three, uh India, they're choosing the wrong side. They're choosing the Axis powers. Yeah. It's all these big BRICS countries are like, yeah, we support China and Russia. Well, you know, they share borders with uh, China. With all of them. (laughs) And Asia in general um, is not very democratic, if you will. So they really don't have any reason to agree with the European Union or NATO or even America. I see. Right. I was kind of surprised with India, though, because they seem like they want to be more Western. But one I was not surprised with is South Africa, uh, because we have not done really any good down there for them, over there for them. So that's actually some worry of China uh, influence in the Pacific and forward operating bases. And, well, know. here's the thing. Uh, Africa always at war. Um, you just don't hear about it because they're not white. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. Well, I mean, most of our America-specific meddling is, you know, clandestine and regime changes. But, like, uh, Westerners in general do not have a good historical representation in africa no but africa doesn't have good historical representation in africa uh you know and not everything that's wrong with africa came about from us i mean sure back in the 80s we probably privately funded um a lot of child soldiers uh civil wars uh, just to keep them preoccupied. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. just keep killing each other and uh, we'll take your resources and that'll be that. Um, you know, Africa is very abundant with uh, a lot of things. Diamonds, coal, cobalt. Just ask Elon Musk how many little children are in those cobalt mines in Africa <laughs> helping him build his Tesla batteries. At least 10. At least. At least, yeah. We'll go with 10. That's a good starting number. See, but the cool thing is, right, if your workers are working in mines, you don't have to spend money on suicide nets like they do in China, you see. Right. This is true. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. save a little bit of money there. Yeah, Apple, Apple, an American uh, you know, success story has the blood of many people on their hands in China. See, I would not be surprised if they were the blood of those people's hands inside the iPhones. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, most lot more than likely. Um, and my problem with things like the iPhone is that phone is so ridiculously mass-produced and I'm talking about on a scale on which no one can fathom. You think about all the cell phone stores in America mm-hmm. across all the carriers and not and not including the Apple stores, right? 
And then you have big box stores, Costco's, everyone, everyone, any department store, any cell phone, brick and mortar shop. And then you have online distribution. There are billions of iPhones in the world. There's probably more iPhones than there are humans on the planet. And yet they charge just such disgusting amounts of money for it. And people buy it. It's disgusting. And they always try to get more. Like with yeah. changing, with cha- like no longer selling bricks with the phones, well, no, like taking away the headphone port. On the new iPhone, we've actually stripped it down to a featureless aluminum brick that you just stare at. And whenever you want to make a phone call, you just say, hey, Siri. And she says, hey, man. And you're like, can you like open Facebook so I can update like my Instagram and they're like yeah man we'll do that for you by the way there's no longer a charging port you have to use this new wireless charger it's like $400 charger what oh yeah and by the way the charger doesn't come with the phone you have to buy it separately so it's officially charger not included Mm -hmm. it's not like that now but that's just an extreme example of just how stripped down and basically pointless the phone is like my phone admittedly is a samsung and admittedly it doesn't have a headphone jack either they're not much better at this point as much as i hate to say it yeah no no one is no one is there's no such thing as a good cell phone company they're all trying to do the same thing and they all want to do the same thing. They all want to be the best. They all want sales. They all want numbers. Consume, consume, consume. That's all they care about. Just keep consuming. Now, I own an Android slash Samsung just based off of principle that I refuse to ever own an iPhone again. I don't like the iOS operating okay. system. Restricted access, mm-hmm. little piece of shit. I mean, at least if I want to download something, you know, that's going to give my phone aids, I have the option to. Well, see, I have an iPad. The only thing I use it for is pornography. Because (laughs) I don't want to get a virus on my phone or my laptop. (laughs) I can risk the iPad. There you go. That's the way to do it. So, yeah, I've I've been a... uh, I've been an Android user since 2014. Reformed. Uh, my two friends, Josh, no, Josh, not like, yeah, my buddy Josh, you guys don't know him. No, Josh and my friend Trexton, they just switch back and forth, ran, like randomly. Like every couple of years, they'll switch to the other one. It's so counterproductive. It's like, why? Why? How? Stop it. Well, because here's Pick the side. Here's, here's the thing Google has all your data. I mean, mm-hmm. you back up all your data from your phone, your your photos, your pictures, your contacts, your emails, your messages. You back all that up to Google. That's fine and dandy. Um, that way, when you get a new phone, you just type in your Gmail and your password, and you're off to the races. And Apple's no different. I mean, they have the iCloud and the backup and the data, and they have everything else. Um I do have a pretty big problem with um, 
I didn't have a problem with the fingerprint scanner because that was ultimately a uh, pretty convenient way to keep the phone uh, secure without having to type in a password all the time. I really do like the whole fingerprint thing. Yeah, and, me especially for the and, save passwords and stuff. And, and it's secure. I mean, no one else has your fingerprint. That is unique to you. And it's stored on an independent, um, you know, part of the phone where it can't be hacked or traced or anything. So that's cool. But you get into that face ID bullshit facial recognition i'm i'm out okay homie i'm good <laughs> but the um, iris scanner i i get it okay like but i'm not doing it my no. phone my phone has it it's turned off because i don't need it and i don't want it um, no face no case yeah you know what i'm saying so i do not I, i'm i'm not you're saying i yes uh, i believe i know what you were saying yeah um so yeah just no, no stop and, and, yeah just quit it um and now we have folding smartphones that's the next that's the next gimmicky we're thing. going back in time yeah you know the the, the motorola razor is a flip phone but now it has a you know touch screen and uh foldable phones from what i've seen are still in their infancy they've They're come not good. they've come a long way from their original um you know releases but yeah no they're still just they're dog water they're not good um i wouldn't pay for one simply based on the fact that your failure rate for your screen is three times what it is on just a normal brick and you know, brick-shaped phone. I want to go back to the hybrid area. I want to say it was like the the Galaxy S2 maybe was the last one. I could be wrong. But it was the touchscreen and the slide-out keyboard. That's what... I like the yeah. physical keyboard. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, and <laughs> that's like... I think that's a, a feature that BlackBerry was trying to implement they wanted that classic design and then they wanted it to also um, be different, you know, be, be little... different. They tried to make a comeback and it did not work. No. Unfortunate for them. Oh, and, and you know, it's like every couple of years, there's just like a gimmick phone that comes out. Uh, LG made the, the flex, which was like a, a curved phone. It wasn't foldable, but it yeah, was curved. Yeah. I and, hate LG. Uh, I had one LG phone. Never again. I had one too. I had the LG V30, which was a plus size phone. I had, it was like a Galaxy knockoff, whatever. It, I forget what it was called. Oh, like the G3 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The LG G3, yeah, the G I think, series. I think it might have been the G4 actually, but yeah. Yeah, well, the G3 was a, a big release when I was working at Sprint back in 2014 because it had a quad HD screen. Um, it had like a finger. It had like a button. The lock button was on the middle of the back of the phone. It was on the middle yeah. back. Um, that's how like all the LG phones were going forward, and uh, it was kind of. 
it was actually pretty convenient in my opinion. Uh, took, Once you got used to it. You yeah. had to get used to it, but your finger's already back there nine yeah. times out of ten, depending on how you hold your phone. Well, see, that's why the, the Galaxy S9, the fingerprint scanner was back there, and I, I really liked that. But with the 21, it's in the, like, the bottom middle of the front screen. It's like hidden. Oh, yeah. yeah well, just... I've got the Note 20 Ultra, which is the last Note that's ever going to exist. Um, and yeah, like my fingerprint scanner yeah, is like same way. embedded in the screen. And which like, is, it's all right. The first time I got a note, uh, again, because I used to use notes back in the day, I think the last note I had was the five, and the seven was burning people's houses down. I never got that one. Um, but the note 10 plus that I had a few years back, um, was the first phone that I had that had an embedded um, fingerprint scanner in the screen. And I was like, that's, I don't like that. That's kind of gay. Yeah. Um, but I've gotten used to it. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, you know, fuck CEOs. Fuck Jeff Bezos. <laughs> fuck, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, fuck cell phones. Apple, all of you suck my dick. Um overpriced so, pieces of shit so. exactly so did you hear about this this uh kid tyree sampson dying in a drop tower like yeah he, i heard about it um at work the other day it was rather terrifying so for those of you who haven't seen it uh you i mean the video is not all that graphic for someone who you know watches videos like that but uh it's as the tower is coming down and the brakes engage the kid basically just slips right out of his seat, maybe 10 feet from the ground. But he's going, you know, however fast the tower was dropping at. So he slams into the concrete and he is no more. But they're saying now that the seat was locked, like at, when the ride stopped. And of, I mean, like, of course it was like when he slid out the force, the downward force locked the seat. Because what I'm saying is the kid was too big and the seat wasn't fully locked it was just like the yeah. seat belt on the bottom that was holding him in yeah. and that that wasn't enough it, you know it snapped when yeah. the ride stopped and then of course the downward force would you know lock the seat because like yeah, most was... amusing park rides are like that where you pull them down and they lock on like a a ratchet or something you know what i mean um yeah real tragic stuff real scary stuff i don't like drop towers personally i've only rode two oh. And it's just like not for me because I'm not a big fan of the heights. But like on a roller coaster, you're only up there for like a little bit, you know, and then you're back down. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, there's a younger version of me out there somewhere in the universe. <laughs> in some parallel reality. That uh, enjoyed roller coasters and uh, thrill rides. And um, he had a good time. Have you ever been too fat for one? Uh, no, the I was too fat for one one time. I got walked off the Millennium Force. One of the single most embarrassing uh, moments of my life. I was like, I didn't think I was that fat. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is tough. Um, tried. I had like three. I, like, I will say oh, this. Oh, when I went on the Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts ride when it released in 2010. That's how long ago that was. <laughs> um, it had uh, one of those harnesses that 
just comes down over your head and shoulders and then clips in between your crotch. Yeah, old old crotch grabber. Yeah. Um, that one that ride did not click in all the way for me, but it was not like a. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a very ferocious ride. It was right. more of an experience, but you still had to, you know, obviously get in the seat and buckle in because there were some inclines and, um, you know, descents and things of that nature that, you know. Uh, and I felt that thing come loose about halfway through the ride, and I was like, this is how I die. Have you ever been in between clicks? Like, like you, like, one click is, like, way too loose. You have a couple inches of wiggle room, but you can't get the second click in? That's the yeah. worst, especially yeah. if it's an inverted ride because you're flopping all over the place. Um, and so, then it, you hit like an apex of a fucking, I guess, no, like a descent and you get crushed into the seat and um, then it clicks. So yeah. you're trapped, can't breathe the rest of the ride. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've had some close calls as far as my weight goes with the rides, but I've never been denied access to one or haven't been able to get on oh, one because of that. He's too big. Uh, too big, sir. And sadly, um, when I was in high school, uh, the Delaware County Fair obviously comes every year. And uh, there's a ride known as the Magic Carpet, which is a... Uh, uh, the best way to explain it is it kind of looks like a bike pedal. Um, okay, you so know, like... It goes around like... It, you know, it's so there's a so you don't go you, upside down. No. So basically you're sitting like think of like a like think of like bleachers inside of an encased like box. And you sit down in a seat like you're on a, on a bleacher and you get buckled in and then it just spins you up. It goes up and then it comes back down and back and forth and there's a common iteration of that ride it's a kid's ride it's a school bus once like fully you, enclosed yes school bus. right so once you have enough momentum on the ride it's kind of like a pendulum but once you have enough momentum you you know you'll like you sit, you'll sit up at the top for a second and you know maybe you'll splash over to one side or you'll go back the way you came and it just keeps doing that, and as it keeps building momentum, it'll eventually just spin around and around. But when I was in high school, uh, the ride operator saw something on the deck of uh, the ride. Um, while it was running, he decided to try and time it so that he could run and grab it. Oh my god. Before the chassis came back down. And he of course got his shit rocked. This thing came down. I was standing in line. I wasn't even on it, but I was watching. And next thing you know, this motherfucker gets smacked by this thing. Oh my god. It flings him off the platform of the entire Holy ride. Shit. Twenty feet out into the grass and he just becomes a skid mark. And I'm like, rumples. Oh and, I'm, and, and, I, and the only thing I can think of in my head now is the line from Seth MacFarlane's movie, A Million Ways to Die in the West. 
I don't know if you've ever seen that flick, but I have, and I'm sure some of our so. listeners might have. Uh, wasn't a very common uh, or popular movie. I've heard it's, of it, but, but it's basically a it's a it's a dark comedy. You know, it's a Seth MacFarlane flick. Of course, it's a comedy. It's got a lot of like Family Guy like stylized shit in it. Uh, it's live action though, and they go to this county fair and they're like. People, you know, you know, people die at the fucking fair. And, <laughs> you know, and that's like what popped in my head as soon as I saw this dude get smacked by the magic carpet ride and He's still in the across air. The air. And you're just thinking people yeah. die at the fair. People die at the fair. Uh, you know, the Ferris wheel has broken down before with people on it. Uh, the zero gravity uh, people have gotten flung out of that thing because they weren't harnessed correctly a lot of them at least they used to not even have harnesses there's been uh the force of the ride held you against the wall oh yeah that's what it's supposed to do but i've also seen uh videos of that exact ride flying off of its anchor and spinning off into the (laughs) into the void with everyone on it and they died obviously because it's you know got basically it's like a beyblade at that point every time i rode that as a kid there was some other kid who tried to stand up on the wall like as it was running actually one time i saw a couple getting frisky on that ride that's funny like what if i nut with Mm, four g's of force on me (laughs) i have probably just go right back in (laughs) or you're gonna be wearing it on your pant leg (laughs) one or the other so yeah, um, and I, as a parent now, I have a really hard time. No, never. Unfortunately, I, I have a really hard time accepting the fact that my children are probably never getting on a county ride fair. No ride. They can do the petting zoo. They can play games. They maybe can, a state fair. They, they can. They're a little more no, reputable. No, people die at the state fair too. I mean, more it people die at the Ohio State Fair than the Marion County Fair. So it's yeah, like, the Ohio State Fair is no safer. It is a death trap. All the fairs you'll get are... mugged walking to your car. Exactly. All the fairs in this fucking state are death traps. Not even Cedar Point the is safe. The what? The zipper at the no. Ohio State Fair. No. Okay, so that's like a Ferris wheel but it spins really fast. And then each individual car also spins 360 degrees. So the whole ride spins 360, and then each car spins on its own axis 360. I kind of hate that. I rode it one time. We had like a fucked up car. And as soon as that ride started, our just just flipping and flipping and flipping and flipping for the whole 10-minute ride, whatever it was. Horrible. Bad experience. I almost froze up. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I just... Okay, have you ever seen those slingshot rides snap? Have you seen one of those break before it takes off? Yes. Oh my, I would never ride one of those. You basically just became a marble. Never in a million years would I ride one of those fucking things. Um, Um, we're (laughs) We're way off topic, but I wanted to touch on this. So that kid, back to the Tyreek Sampson that died, there's this lady who went on the news and said that she's his cousin 
and that she talked to him. She saw him that day and she, she talked to him before he got on the ride. He called her and was really excited that they were going to let him on the ride, that he wasn't too big to ride. Right. You know, she's on the news crying and holding candlelight vigils at the park. And she started a GoFundMe and like all kinds of stuff. You know, her this 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 woman, this, her cousin died. It's sad. Well, Nick, it's fake fucking news. The family came out and said that they don't know who this woman is and they've never even heard of her before. Yep. So she's basically a crisis actor. <laughs> she is a crisis actor. They it's pl- like, I don't know why. I she, saw this. Go ahead. But yeah, she's she's trying to get something out of nothing. That's I saw this on say. TikTok, and it's like, like if you wanted, if you feel bad for the kid, you can hold vigils for the kid. You, you don't, you know, you can raise awareness and stuff. You can't really take money, but you can do the other stuff without lying and saying you're related. Well, to the kid. obviously, this was her trying to get money. attention yeah. and money. Like, but apparently, she's <laughs> done this before. It doesn't say, uh in like what situation but it's like, like she's has fraud charges on her record from doing this exact thing before it's fucking crazy people people do anything for a buck these days dude like it's it's wild the thing is, why go on the news like that's what killed you like you willingly went on the news and talked and, and cried for the attention but like if you were just doing this stuff on facebook in your own circles no one would know the Maybe family she- wouldn't see Maybe she thought the kid didn't have a family. <laughs> yeah. What if she genuinely thought that that was her cousin? <laughs> and everyone was like, no, you're not related to him. It'd be pretty messed up, uh, considering, uh, well, there, there's movies that have dealt, dabbled in this before. And this is, <laughs> say, there's uh, questionable things that occurred. But, yeah, so, you know. Uh, some people are saying she was at Sandy Hook, too. Oh, well, <laughs> anything's possible, I guess. We're not going to talk about that day. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get Alex Jones for talking about a uh, very tragic day in American history. Uh, because, uh, well, what? Yeah, no, I'm not even going to say anything. About <laughs> you, it. It if you don't tragedy. know what Sandy Hook is, you have to research on your own time. Yeah, that's tragic. It's just tragic. Um, you want especially as a father now that is like just tragic isn't it terrifying yeah um on a on a lighter note you want to hear about some uh, am i the asshole yeah let's do that uh the first one is would i be an asshole if i didn't get my pregnant wife a mother's day present when her baby isn't due till mid-june my wife mentioned today that she wanted a mother's day present this year even though our baby isn't due for almost a month later I told her I was absolutely not going to get her a Mother's Day present until <laughs> next year when we actually have a baby. Now I'm getting all kinds of flack from my wife, and she declared that if I don't get her a Mother's Day present this year, then she won't give me a Father's Day present until next year. I think it's absurd to expect a present for holiday that you don't qualify for. Where do you draw the line? Would you expect a Mother's Day gift if you were in a childless relationship but had pets? If, <laughs> if people want to unexpectedly gift others for holidays they don't technically fit in, that's fine. But to expect it seems unreasonable. Whatever the asshole, if I refuse to get her a gift this year at this point, it's just the principle of it. Well, here, yeah, I mean, um, here's, here's, there's a couple things going on here. There's a lot so, to unpack here. Yeah. So part one is, um, 
If your baby's due in June and Mother's Day is in May, it would be a lot easier to just be the bigger person. Just get her something. And and get her something. She's something not a, for the baby. She's not that <laughs> yeah. Like she's not asking you for like a thousand dollars, man. Like she's just saying she wants to now, be recognized. Now here now here's my thing though. Here's the other here's part two. Uh oh. Is she's demanding this. According but... to him, she's demanding <laughs> that she qualifies and demanding that she gets a present <laughs> on Mother's Day before the baby's even born. So I have a problem with both of them. They're in both this assholes. regard. I have a problem with the fact that she is demanding that she deserves a present for Mother's Day, and I have a problem with the fact that he's just too stubborn to just fucking do it. If, That's, if he like, wanted to get her something, it should be his idea. It shouldn't be her coming to him being like, oh, what are you getting me for Mother's Day? I think you need to give me a Mother's Day gift. <laughs> we won't have the baby till next month. See, my thing is, the, the thing that I, I learned uh, that I think has saved my life is pick your battles, right? So, like, if it was me and my fiance, and she was like, what are you getting for Mother's Day? I think, actually, Mother's Day was, no, no. My kids were born in February and December, nowhere near. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, if it's important to her and she feels like that, you know, if she wants one, it'll make her happy. I don't, I don't care. That's not a hell I want to die on. I will get you something or just get something for the baby. Yeah. That's all it works. <laughs> just work smarter. <laughs> yeah, no, that's literally all it takes. It's just uh, using a little bit of common sense. So um, pick your I battles. Get, I get what you're saying about her demanding it, but this is me just you know guessing because I don't know. But I I feel like it was. I mean, if she was like, "What's my Mother's Day gift, bitch?" It's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Well, yeah, but I so. could see it going. What are you getting me for Mother's Day? Like, you know, like, haha, you know. And then he's like, nothing. You're not a mom. You're not a mom till next month. <laughs> and she's like, and then she's offended. So she's like, no, I deserve something. Well, here's the thing. Here, here, Here's part three, I guess. You're technically a mother the moment you become pregnant. Just because you can't see the baby, she is growing the baby. She's actively taking, caring for the she's baby. She's actively still. caring for that baby before it's even born. She's the reason it's alive. She's keeping it fed. She's keeping it breathing, heartbeat going, everything. Literally everything she puts in her body goes into the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, She is literally mothering that child before it is physically in outside of the uterus. There, we'll just say that. (laughs) Um, So for... For him to miscategorize her as a mother uh, uh, definitely makes him an asshole. Like, how how can you even say that? This woman is yeah, really? this woman is carrying your child who is in fact alive, <laughs> and just because you can't see him or her yet does not mean that your wife is not a mom. You know, they say a mom becomes a mom the moment she finds out she's pregnant. A dad becomes a dad the moment he holds his child for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that saying holds and bears a lot of truth. uh, Because we cannot put ourselves in their shoes mentally or physically as far as the things that they go through as uh, mothers. Not 
not only just during the pregnancy, <laughs> but then actually giving birth. I, you know, I totally we have both watched you. this happen twice. But we it share is a not planet. pretty. We share a planet with men who believe uh, getting kicked in the nuts is compare is comparable to childbirth. Well, it's not. <laughs> Excuse me, it's not. No, I mean it sucks. Granted, it sucks. It hurts. You can yeah. puke. Yeah, it's not. You can't. The only thing I have ever experienced that I think can even come close to scratching the surface of that is um, tooth pain. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. Like, and we're talking not we're not talking like oh, my male first because I have a cavity. No, <laughs> we're talking about your fucking tooth is dying inside of your head, rotting out of my face, and it is, me with it, and it's abscessed <laughs> and it's infected and dying and trying to kill you. That's <laughs> what we're talking about here. We're not talking about your standard cavity pain. We're talking about this tooth is out to literally take your life from you. <laughs> Um, murder suicide it's a murder exactly <laughs> um i i have had such bad toothaches uh you know infected an uh, infected molar once um it was the the pain started becoming so unbearable that i had a gun to my head <laughs> and uh luckily i called the dentist and they were able to get me in pretty quick so well, you just gotta say if, if i told i told them they had an i told them there's options on the table i said listen i have a gun to my head i'm either gonna pull the trigger and end it or you're gonna get me in there in the or you're hour. gonna or you're gonna get me in like right now and take this fucking sinful thing out of my face uh so yeah they took the they, they got me in and took it out but yeah uh that's the only thing in my opinion that can <laughs> that a man can actually experience that will ever come close to it. Well, I mean, you're forgetting one time I fell and scraped my knee and it was, it was bleeding pretty good. <laughs> and yeah. Okay, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Um, I took a monopost uh, to the Shen once. That was fun. Uh, the worst probably I've had actively was I crushed the rotator sack in my right knee as a wee young lad on a dirt yeah. bike. That's pretty rough. But, yeah. you know, Childbirth yeah. is still probably worse. Probably worse, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, like, honest to God, can you imagine someone grabbing your asshole, two fingers on each side, and, and ripping it apart? Can you imagine what that feels like? Well, and then there's the whole tearing aspect. That's what I'm saying. Like that, like, like can you imagine one of your holes tearing like, open? You're literally getting stitches in your vagina after you just successfully push this kid out of your body <laughs> um, to keep your taint from falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and we actually had a friend um, who ended up with uh, a third degree tear, which is when the butthole in the coochie become one that makes my fucking skin crawl there's no there's no half an inch of taint anymore it just becomes one continuous line and that's really fucking upsetting Mm. uh so yeah abstain from that folks (laughs) do stretches and just remember that if you're a man 
You have no idea what it's like. Neither do I. I'm telling you this to save you from yourself. It's a, and to a say, fight you and, don't want to have. And to save you from your <clears throat> wife, girlfriend, fiance, baby mama, whatever you want to call her. All right. Well, it's the next one. Um, the next one is, am I the asshole for not wanting my husband to re- teach our future baby Spanish? Okay. So I'm in a bit of a dilemma here. I'm currently 37 weeks pregnant, so we're getting ready to receive our girl. The problem is my husband has recently told me he wants to teach her Spanish too. The thing is, he isn't even Spanish. He was born here, but he lived on Spain since he was four until he was 19. Now, if I had some sort of, uh, if he had some sort of cultural or family connection to Spain, then I might consider it. But he's an American. We lived, uh, when he initially told me around 21 weeks, I thought he was joking, so I just let it go. But now he brought it up again, and I told him how I felt about it. I told him I would want, I told him you guys, whoa, I told him what I told you guys above, and that it would be hard for her because they are very different languages. He started arguing that there are many kids that are raised bilingual and are very smart, but I also feel like it might cut me out for my child. He's mad at me for not accepting, and I can't help but wonder if I'm the asshole here. Uh, my first thing is, it's actually easier for kids to learn languages. It's easier for kids to learn two languages at the same time than it is for adults to learn a new language. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, their, their spongy little minds can yeah. handle all that. Um, um, I failed Spanish me too. Uh, my freshman year. Uh, so I took the very little amount of Spanish that I did learn and just kind of filed it back somewhere where I'll never find it in my brain. Every time I talk about knowing Spanish, I can't help but mention the fact the only thing I consistently can recall in Spanish is can I go to the bathroom? It's Puerto Albano. Yeah, that's probably pretty useful. Yeah. In certain situations. So, yeah. Um, who, who was it? Uh, no, it was um, Lee Harvey Oswald. He went to Mexico to, you know, flee to the Soviet embassy. He didn't know how to speak Spanish, so he ran out of money on the way down there because he kept ordering massive amounts of food at restaurants. He would just, like, point at different things in the menu, and they'd bring it all out to him, and it would be, like, three or four meals that he'd have to pay for. So he ran out of money before he got down there. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like if she's worried about being disconnected, then maybe make it a family activity and learn Spanish with your kid. Rosetta Stone. You, you like let the dad teach you as he teaches the daughter, and then you can feel bad when she learns faster than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also, like, I feel like like that is such a useful skill in the workforce. Like that looks good on a ra- application for literally any job you know, like to be bilingual for anything. Well, it's definitely a uh, much appreciated trait in the retail and fast food worlds. So customer service too. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, anyone who can uh, speak uh, over the phone in Spanish too would definitely benefit. Um, but really, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Um, I say just, you know, if, if it's bothering you, you're probably racist. 
Yeah. I think it's funny that she needs to like like explain how he it should be irrelevant to him too. Uh, how he's a Mexican he's an American even though he spent basically all of his formative years in Spain. <laughs> yeah, like come on. This is your husband we're talking like about here. from when he was conscious, four years old, when he has sentience to being an adult, nineteen. Yeah. No, that's irrelevant. You're an American. Yeah. Oh, sounds like he got together with the wrong woman. Just saying. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate for him. Him and his Spanish-speaking child. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> oh, well. What do you do? She's an yeah. asshole. What can yeah. I say? Yeah. I agree. You got anything else, sir? Uh, you know, I'm... Uh... I think I'm actually pretty good. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've said my piece. So. We've uh, we've tackled um, we've tackled a, a lot for just the two of us, and I think we've been at this for a little over a, an hour, just about an hour and a half. So uh, I think everyone can uh, take a take take a win away with this, and uh, we'll definitely keep plugging away and. Um, hopefully get the three of us again real soon but if not tyler and i will continue to do this um probably get a little more organized in the future if uh this is how it's going to be for a while uh definitely got some plans to get you guys some uh i guess consistent content is in the works so yep more Thanks things for to out. come. Hanging yeah. in with us, even though through these trying times in our nation, the podcast nation. <clears throat> no. what, what are we going to call our fan base? I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll have to discuss that one. Yeah. Off, I feel off. like I feel like anything that comes out of my mouth right now is going to be misconstrued as like a racist comment. <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> The SS, the the, super... T, the TJ, <laughs> the TJ and Enters. Oh man, um, thanks everybody. It's been great. Yes, as always. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye.